0: Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit e-book library
1: that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with e-books in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit Bookshare.org today. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the
0: content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
2: Good afternoon, everyone. Today we have Vispero Representative Ron Miller, who will talk to us about having fun with Braille. I am Monica, your host, and I will give out Zoom commands when Ron would like questions.
1: Well, wow, that was faster than I anticipated. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's not just me today. Uh, we have a cast of thousands because this was too big a topic for me to be able to handle by myself. So, oops, that. Um, I'm having to technic- I'm doing some technical kind of um, sleight of hand to keep myself uh, going today. Some equipment's not working, but with me is uh, Liz Whitaker. And did Rachel make it, or is she not going to make it today? Do we think it's okay either way?
3: Um, hi everyone. I'm not sure I'm going to look though.
1: Here, see if we have her. And and Liz is one of our training folks. Phenomenal training folks. Um, if you haven't checked out our webinars, the videos, all of the things available at freedomscientific.com/training, I urge you most emphatically to do so. There's great stuff there, and Liz is one of uh, the main hands behind this effort. So she does. A lot of research, uh, a lot of planning, and a lot of presentation. there she is oh there 's Rachel, okay, good. Uh, Rachel Buchanan, who's joining us now. You can you just throw your uh, coat on the couch there, Rachel um, Hi hey, there you are Rachel Hi is, are uh, <laughs> there you are. Rachel is the master mover and shaker in our training department, so she is uh, kind of the brains behind the brains. Both of these folks have joined me to. Uh, ostensibly to bail me out uh, and to help me to present this topic because it is a pretty big topic. It does. Yep. We're talking about Braille for fun and leisure. And I, I said, I'm a really boring guy, so I, I don't do as much fun and leisure as we should. So they have, uh, have uh, we're willing to come aboard. And uh, this is going to be a little bit different than perhaps what you might be useful to because uh, we're going to ask for, for your opinions and ideas as we go through this. We do that sometimes anyway, but we're going to do it even more this time. You guys have any comments, thoughts?
2: Well, I was just going to say people might say, like, why would you do this topic? But I would say that there is there are a lot of ways to use the focus displays. And I sometimes think that people feel like it's just, you know this is um very valuable professional device but i think that once you have one and if you're using one it's good to know about the full potential sometimes we kind of pigeonhole devices into mm-hmm. one corner and don't really use them to their full potential
1: absolutely that's that's a good sum up <laughs> So thank you for joining us today. That completes our webinar. Yeah,
2: Um. Thanks guys. See you later.
1: (laughs) That's a great summation because that, that really is the reason why. And, and Braille uh, in, in the form of refreshable Braille, obviously Braille hard copy Braille has been used in a lot of ways for a lot of, of decades, but refreshable Braille shows up in some places you might not totally expect it to show up. And that's what we're talking about today. So any thoughts, Liz?
3: I just second what both of you have said so far. (laughs) And, you know, I think Braille is really important. Um, Obviously, you know, those of us who who use Braille professionally, we use it every day. But, you know, whether you're in school or at work, but it's also important to use it for for personal use, too, just to keep those skills up. And just that because we have access to so many things now, and there are so many things that you can do with Braille that make you more independent. So I, I just wanted to add that.
1: Yeah. And that's true. That's really true. Um you know, we we talk about all the we we because we are Vispero and because uh, a lot of our our products are going for education and those kinds of things, that's where we focus a lot. That's where I focus and all of us do. Uh you look at our training and a lot of our training is for TVIs and for people who who are in the midst of 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 working or going to school that's that's important that's a, their primary things um you know that's what, what jaws that's how jaws started it was to make a way for people to to stay uh in the workplace in school uh-huh. to do those kinds of things um but the spillover is just really handy and that's where i hope as we talk um and at least one person I'm calling out, Larry. I'm calling out because he's in the midst of this. There are others too. Um, you know, braille and computers—they uh, they, they spill over into hobby time, into other times, and so we're gonna. That's right. the stuff we're gonna kick around.
2: I mean, it's mm-hmm. so functional, like we've talked about for work, and then of course education and school. Mm-hmm. Both, you know, both taking in information and producing information, and mm-hmm. it can of course be useful for communication and. I guess um, as far as leisure activities, the most obvious one that we've talked about a lot already, I guess in other sessions, Ron, you mentioned mm-hmm. is reading, which um, we, I think as a group here, well, you both do a lot of braille reading in your professional life day to day. Mm-hmm. And, but I think you both listen more with audiobooks. I'm curious if, um, there's any anyone in the audience who maybe does it differently. Maybe they read their books for leisure with Braille. And I'm just curious, um, you know, why people do the different things they do and what makes reading Braille good for studying and work. I mean, I can kind of think of it, but I'd like to hear it in your guys' words.
0: I would read Braille then- more often than I do, except for time. Hmm. I just don't have uh-huh. time. And the only time I have a chance to read anything, and that's why it's generally recorded, is when I'm going to go to sleep. And that's stupid yeah. cuz I'm asleep in 2 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I can read <laughs> Braille. Yeah, but I can read Braille, but there's always something else going on that that requires concentration, so it's tough. Uh, the only time I get a chance to read it is if I'm voicing something like for ACB and I have to read it or uh, something like that for instance, but mm-hmm. it's not anything that's continuous, it's in short spurts. Mhm. Yeah.
2: That's and so true, do you t- find that t- over time, this is kind of off topic, we'll come back, but yeah. um, do you find that your speed goes down? Because it sounds like you use it about like I do. I use it for labeling and short spurts, but not uh, as often as I should.
0: No, my speed it hasn't gone down, fortunately. That's uh, and, and I And it's funny because I had to use it in church the other day to read some announcements and some other stuff because my uh, my brail going in because of some dot abuse. Not me, oh. Oh. Uh, not me.
1: Somebody else.
0: Uh, I don't know who it is. If, if, if they abused my L Braille, it was very quiet, and I never heard it. Uh-oh. but I'm looking at your brother. See, probably so, and he's not here to defend himself. So look Jeez, all you want. I but but I so saying, I read I read Braille, and I and you know I brailed it myself and took it with me, and it was great. It was easy, and I have the same basic issue when I'm L, reading from the L Braille. It's not difficult. If if everything works optimally, it it's fine. Mm-hmm. I can read pretty much as fast on an L-Braille as I can using regular Braille. And I wasn't no, sure did. if that would happen. But it's it funny true. how
1: that does work. And some of the, the, the places you save, <clears throat> which I, I notice when I go back to hard copy Braille, is turning pages. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's that moment your hands come off the page, you turn the page, you put your hands to the top of the page, which I never thought about. Um, pre-refreshable Braille,
0: and I do now. And God forbid if those pages should stick together, and and it's been known to happen. It's It's very frustrating.
3: Well, and while we're on the topic of reading, you know, it gives us the ability to take a book with us. You know, if you're going to go sit in a doctor's office and wait Mm -hmm. or something like that, or you're going on a trip, and you're not necessarily where, you know, you'd want to listen to something, maybe you just want to take that book with you. Well, we all know how, you know, big and cumbersome the Braille books can be. So, in situations like that, you can bring the entire book with you on your display and you know there you have mm-hmm. it wherever you
1: go mm-hmm. that is totally true, and you mentioned Church, Larry, one of the places where refreshable braille literally literally revolutionized and i know we're we're kind of getting off script we're we're jumping ahead to point number ninety seven or something <laughs> <laughs> but one of the places that really revolutionized what I do was uh, was reading in church not not even just out loud, but just following along. Um, if Bible verses were mentioned, I could actually turn to. I, I can carry the entire Bible with me. If you remember, back way back, um, the the was it the Braille Bible Society would send you. Oh yes, hardbound
3: mm-hmm. 20 volumes. volumes yeah, uh-huh. I mean
1: Lufthansa it was fun. Was twenty two Braille volumes? But the concordance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even get the concordance. That would have been what? another yeah. what two volumes? Wow. Yeah, something like that. And now I carry thanks to Optasia Ministries, which I recommend really highly. Um, I don't. I, I wish we did show notes now, which which I oh, don't sure. know how to do. So. Uh, but Optasia—it's just spelled O-P-T, like opt in or opt out. Opt and then Asia, A-S-I-A. And I, I want to say, I want to say that it's Optasia Ministries dot org. Okay. If I'm wrong, well, you
0: just Google that, it. You'll that. find it from just that.
1: Yeah, you can look. Sure. Up, you just look up. Do Google for Optasia Ministries. Mm-hmm. Because they you need to you know you need to talk to the, the gentleman who's running it really neat guy he has amassed a library it's four gigabytes in size wow there's something like sixteen different Bible translations, including Spanish and Greek and Hebrew for um, you know the old Testament scriptures uh, and there's there's there are concordances and dictionaries and study Bible i mean stuff upon stuff there are whole um, um, what's the word? Uh, folders on homiletics if you're trying to learn that stuff, on devotionals, on worship, if you want to look into music and things. There are song books. There are, I just, I can't even begin to tell you all the stuff that he provides. Um, I, I carry that stuff with me. I use it. I look up stuff with it. Um, and, and back in the day, I, I went to Jamaica long ago and took with me two volumes and I was feeling good. I took, um, Acts through Second Corinthians and then um, Galatian through Revelation, the next volume, and I so I got what two thirds, I guess, of the New Testament, and that's all I could really take with me. <laughs> and oh, and Proverbs, Psalms through Proverbs, uh, Song of Solomon through Proverbs, and those volumes took a beating on the plane and being carried around and stuff. But if I could have taken all that I have, um, it's it is amazing what refreshable Braille and um you know, digital braille books or digital books in general, since they don't have to be braille. You know, I, I read this stuff using, using FS Reader and JAWS just forward translates to contracted braille for me. Um, you know, or I, I, I read whatever formats there. Um, the, the huge change in accessibility is, is amazing and being able to carry that much braille without, uh, you know, a hand cart and a pickup truck to haul it all in. It's, it's a giant difference. It really,
2: absolutely, is. And, and you mentioned music along the mm-hmm. way. There, it made me think of like people who you know do music for fun. I know Liz does, but I don't know that you use braille music, do you? I can,
3: um, it was something that I did learn in school, so I, I can, mm-hmm. and you know, that way you could have your, your braille music on your display. Um, I've never used a display to read braille music, but I'm sure it would be possible. Like, if, if anybody out there does use or read braille music, let me know what your experience is. Cause I'm very that'd be great to hear. That. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd, that'd be interesting
2: to know. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what people are doing.
1: Refreshable braille it would be awesome. I, I do. Yeah. I do have like 200 different files. <clears throat> excuse me. of just lyrics. I sing as part of the worship cool. team at, at church. So I've got just bunches and bunches and bunches of, of lyrics that I've gone after over the last ooh, 10 plus years. Um, uh, contemporary songs and older hymns and stuff um, and I've taken them and I've, I've massaged the file so that the line length um, y- you're singing by phrase anyway mm-hmm. and they, they tend to fit right onto a 40 cell display before it's time oh, to nice. move to the next yeah. phrase Oh, it's that is nice, <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah. I, yeah I hate it when it ends in the middle of the braille display and you gotta go back <sighs> yeah. and find the next uh-huh. line and when you're in a hurry that's tough to do Oh, yeah. Especially you're if you hit a button twice. Exactly. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a horrible thing. Happened feeling. all the time mm-hmm. with the Pac-Mate. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I got well, stories. Well, that's because the, the whiz wheels. We had a hard time yeah. debouncing those as right. they wore. Yep. And I will say that doesn't happen with the L-Braille on the focus display. It just does not. I put the L-Braille up on the music stand. I hold the mic with one hand, read my lyrics with the other, and life is good.
4: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> cool.
3: Another thing, and, and this is kind of along those same lines, too, is privacy. We can do things. Yes privacy you know everything that you're reading there whether it's in church or you know you're wherever you are you have it's quiet it's private you can read a text message no one ever has to know what you're Mm -hmm. reading you can read those song lyrics you can read whatever and it's it gives us that same uh sense of privacy that a sighted person would have with print except most of the time no one around us knows (laughs) bro
1: that's true they're not going to read over your shoulder probably no no. The, the rogue TVI who's running around reading over, reading over people's <laughs> is probably pretty rare. <laughs> oh, that's totally it, true, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it goes into kind of another topic that we were mentioning when we were talking about this, to- this subject initially, which was kind of just staying connected socially, mm-hmm. you know, using your braille display with your phone, which I do mm-hmm. love to use, the um, nice. Focus 14 mm-hmm. um, for text messaging. And I love the privacy of it. I love it that I can send messages and compose emails on my phone and stuff. And I and I like dictation, but I, there's just certain circumstances where it's not the best to use. Right. Well, and
3: you can multitask. You can, you know, if I'm, if I'm watching TV and I need to send a text message, I don't want the people around me to necessarily, I don't want to interrupt what we're watching and then mm-hmm. have to hear the speech. You know, I can just use the Braille display. Yeah.
1: And you don't lose track of what's going on. I always think of the scenario of somebody sitting in a restaurant, a group of people in a restaurant. One of the people is blind, and somebody else gets a text. The conversation continues to flow. The right. person looks at their text, maybe sends a quick reply, puts the phone away, and they never lose track of where the conversation is going, maybe even answering questions and contributing to the conversation as they're kind of dealing with this text um, if If a blind person takes that same that same text comes in oh my. All of a sudden they're listening to speech. They're either dicti- di- I can't talk, dictating or, or doing screen entry and listening to speech. They're out of that conversation for the, the minute or three or four minutes that it takes. Right. Um, and if the and, fo-
0: if the restaurant is loud, the phone oh, volume on their phone goes up. Yes. And not only can the table
1: hear it, the whole restaurant <laughs> can hear it. <laughs>
0: right. Yes, it's absolutely true because <laughs> it's happened.
1: Oh, you know. go to any of the conventions in the summer. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. And you'll learn more people's personal lives <laughs> as their texts are blatted out into the restaurants and the hallways. And, and I'm not criticizing the no, no, people. No, no, no. I'm just, no. as a comment, no, no, I'm no. Just, it just saying happens. that, yeah, it just happens. And oh, I, I remember sitting in a meeting and somebody got a text from a spouse uh, and it was about, uh, you know, hey, I just got your paycheck and this is the amount on the paycheck. Oh, my Is this gosh. what you're getting monthly and this and that and the other thing? And really? And it's... It was all a room full of colleagues, you know, and all of a sudden, yeah, it was, and that person's trying to grab the phone and stop speech. (laughs) Oh, that uh, moment. Yes, yes.
3: That moment when... Those two fingers touching the screen doesn't stop it from talking.
1: Yeah, it, it just keeps on going. It, Speaking it's Speaking of
3: restaurants, too. I'm sorry to interrupt you there. Ryan. Oh, yeah. Uh, what about menus? You know, because oh, yeah. yeah. so many people, so many restaurants have menus on their websites, mm-hmm. you know, and if you want to review the menu before you get to the restaurant or you're just sitting there at the restaurant, you know, I know a lot of them do have brown menus, but you also do have that option.
1: Yeah, so not that many. There's some. That's
3: true compared to how many
1: restaurants have there are. Menus. Yeah. Oh, you're totally right. I love mm-hmm. being able to. And, and my wife is, is very nice about, you know, she's willing to read the menu or whatever. But again, if we're with friends, it's nice to let the conversation flow and that's just right. sure. read the menu myself. Absolutely.
2: Sure. You know. Yeah. So this is like two parts fun and one part independent living. I mean, it's a little bit mixed. Totally true. A little bit of overlap. Yeah.
1: Totally true. But. The other ahead. thing, you know, when we talk about travel. And uh, I was going to demo this, but I can't make the audio work. But I'll at least talk about it. Uh, I just I just got back from, you know, we mentioned CSUN kind of pre-show here. Uh, and, and uh, you know, some of us have gone to CSUN. Rachel was there. John and Larry Gasperson were there. Everybody was there. that was anybody and me. And um, one of the things that we end up doing is having to get from place to place. And uh, one of the things I do, and I think a bunch of us do – and people listening as well, we, I use Lyft a lot or Uber, kind of do some price comparison. But it's another place I find Braille really useful because, <clears throat> excuse me, in two ways. Um, when I'm getting my my ride, I'm, I'm working through the, the screens to call uh, or request a ride, I find it very fast to look at the Braille display, read the Braille keyboard, Navigate those screens, and often in an airport or standing on the curb at the at the, uh, the uh, what are they the arrivals curb, and there's buses going by, there's cars going by, there's people having emotional greetings. There's the uh, what is it the uh, uh, the arrival zone is for loading and unloading <laughs> only. Those who park will be towed, you know, or whatever the thing is. You get that message, and it's yeah. in several languages, you know. Um, all that's going on, it can be really hard to hear the phone. And it's really nice to, to have the phone in my pocket, the braille display is just kind of hung on its, its strap around my neck. And it's it becomes very easy to, to do that that ordering. And then when I'm sitting in the Uber vehicle, um you can watch the screen. It gives you, you know, your your uh, your drop-off time when you're gonna reach your destination. There's some tools if you want to share your ride with a friend so they can track your progress. There's all this stuff going on, and again. I can do all this quietly, not bothering the driver, you know, whatever I'm doing. Um, it lends itself well to those kind of applications, okay, or, or, you know, any of those. I mean, we sort of touch on it. It's, it's, it's a matter of privacy, but it's a matter of productivity and utility, too. I find I can I can work those things a lot faster that way.
3: Same thing when you're traveling and you're getting directions. So, you know, maybe you're walking somewhere and you're getting directions as you walk. Ah. Um, using a GPS app, you know, I, I like to use, you know, have my cane in one hand and the Braille display accessible with the other hand. And that way I don't have to stop, pick up the phone, listen, and then, you know, I can, I can just follow those directions as I go.
1: You know, Dave Baker, who is a scriptor, a great musician, uh, David Leo Baker, if you want to look for his music, he he's talked about doing that kind of thing and and, and being able to, he preferred reading the directions to, uh, to to hearing them as he's trying to walk and keep me his too. ears out in the real world. Yeah, yep. you know, because yep. it is, you don't want to have earbuds in your ear, at least I don't want to have earbuds no. in my ear as I'm trying to echolocate and listen no to traffic. way. I know people mm. do it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like a little dangerous, but Dave <laughs> Baker is, is one I was thinking of earlier, just someone who uses, he does a lot of like audio recording. Oh yeah. He, I mean, he like layers music, records music, plays music. You can find him on Spotify, Dave Leo Baker, but he's one who definitely uses Braille for like leisure and fun a lot, I would say. Everything. He does, yeah.
1: Yeah, Dave is is like my go-to guy for just things to do with Braille. Um, and he got, you know, he got very involved with even uh, editing and comp- composing documents and everything else in, in the iOS environment um, when I was still trying to figure all that out. And he's still much better than me. Um, yeah, he's, he's amazing and his music's good too. So he's, he's just quite a guy. Um, yeah, that's, it's, it's really important for travel. Uh, it's important in all of those areas. Uh, you know, the other place that it's good for travel is when I'm traveling, whether my wife is driving or when we used to do, some people may remember when we did vision awareness day seminars, myself, uh, Charlie Madsen and then and, and you know, some of our other uh, our, uh, regional sales directors would, would be you know, driving and we'd be working with dealers and stuff. But we'd be driving. I know we, we spent a lot of time um, down in Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. Um, our dealers down there kept us hopping from place to place and doing these seminars. And so we would spend hours and hours on the road, um, also up on the, on the West Coast. Um, and I became the navigator. I'd put in the GPS coordinates and, you know, in whatever the navigation app of the day was. And I would watch the directions. I'd have the, you know, the speech on the turn by turn, you know, in one mile, turn left. But the neat thing you can see, and you'll see this if you use Apple Maps and Google Maps on the screen. So in Braille is a whole lot more information. It's the distance to your next maneuver. It's other kind of auxiliary info. And I would watch that as the navigator. It was really great to be able to do. Um, because a uh, case in point, if we were in a city and they had a bunch of short blocks, it would say, you know, turn left on such and such. And the driver would be, man, I don't know if this is it or not. Well, on screen, it says in 600 feet, 400 feet, 350 feet, 300 feet, 200 feet. And I could say, well, it's, it's still 600 feet. And they're like, oh, no, it's not this block. And they go to the next one now. And I'm like, yep, 250 feet. So you're probably on top of it. There's those cues that you can give. You don't want synthetic speech bladding all that stuff out, but it's great to watch your braille display and watch that stuff change under your fingertips. Pretty handy.
2: We do have a question for you if you like sure. to take Absolutely. it. Absolutely, let's do it. Okay. So if you want to ask a question, it's all Y on your PC, options Y on your Mac, star nine on your phone with the keypad, and it'll be uh, in the middle of your screen on your app, and then I'll ask you to unmute, and you can do Alt-A on your PC, Command-Shift-A on your Mac, star six on your phone, and it'll be in the middle of your screen on your app. Debra? Let's
4: see. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yep. Alright, this is Debbie Armstrong with a comment and a question Go ahead. Uh, Hi, Um, you know I love an app called iExit which works great with Braille Yes Yes, Because <laughs> when you're driving now when you're driving the city Google Maps is great but if you're driving across the country on the highway mm-hmm. you can navigate and say uh, the exit that's coming up is number 38 and there's a McDonald's and a Burger King yes. but there's no hotel here and I the navigated...
1: driver says, we need gas.
4: Right. You know I what you're I navigated my husband across the country three times using the Focus. Just the Focus Blue, too, with iExit Work Gray. So that's my comment. And my question is pretty simple. I'd like you to go through the mechanics of some of what you talked about. For example, if I wanted to read Braille music in Windows with a Braille display... How am I going to do that? What what settings do I turn on? What, at, what program do I use? Go through, go through a little bit of the mechanics for that.
1: Liz, you want to take it or shall I? You take that. Okay. Feel free. <laughs> so this is a little bit convoluted because there isn't a, a Windows application right now that I know of that will let you open up a file that is, is got, you know, it's a formatted file for Braille music. I, I wish we had one. I think we need one. And I think the extension should be BRM. Braille-ready music. That's but, a good um, idea. You know, if, if they ever invent it, they can, they can, they can use that for free. <laughs> um, I think Bill McCann or somebody ought to, ought to jump on that. So what you can do now, right now, um, there are books available full of music. The uh, NLS has a bunch of them and a lot of them are on the, you know, on the Braille file. Uh, you can download them and look at them. What you'll need to do if you grab one of the books from Bard is just when you open it on and I'm thinking in terms of an L Braille um, I think are the the other note takers would have to handle this as well because they're Android based. Uh, I, I may be wrong because I haven't had as much chance to play with those um, but you will want to open them in notepad or an equivalent and turn off forward translation so speech is not going to do a good job with it it's cartoon cuss words sounds terrible um, but, if you look at an umbrella, you should be able to read that stuff very well, and I know I've seen piano books and stuff with line over line and that kind of stuff for playing and um it's it it is definitely there, and that's how you would do it you could if you downloaded a uh a BRF file with music in it you know, just... is that
4: in quick settings Because I was just trying to read a regular b r f yesterday, and I was poking around and
1: oh, do it the easy way um are you doing this with Jaws or somewhere else?
4: Jaws and Windows
1: yeah so the easy way to do this you you could go into the setting center and and mess things you know mess around with things, but let's do it on the fly uh do it with the letter g and dot seven chord so dots one two four five seven space bar and it will actually cycle you through a uh, oh, way
4: that's way easier.
1: Yeah, let me share my audio real quick here. Yeah, that's
4: way easier. I can hadn't you, realized that. I was poking around in settings like, oh yep. my God, it's translating translated a
1: translated file. Can you I hear, don't hear my audio?
4: Translate a translated
0: file.
1: Can you hear my JAWS audio?
0: No. No. Not yet. No.
1: Yeah. Not, not there? There, there you go. Bit. It's a little low. There it is. That's probably oh, why. I, push it. I don't want to make things too loud. Okay. How about now? There? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay. So if I do G with dot seven and chord, so one two four five seven chord.
5: Computer braille, contracted out slash computer in, contracted braille.
1: Okay, and you just cycle through. i mute my speech now. So you you can go to computer braille, which is where you want to be to look at braille music in one of these files, or you can again hit the command again. You get contracted braille in, a contracted braille output with computer in, or again contracted braille in and out. Oh so that, wow, this is
4: great. Command. I didn't
1: find this in the help. Very uh, it's, good. It's in there. It's in the keystrokes. I'm pretty confident of that. But,
2: cool. Yeah. Thank you. You're also, Debbie, there is a podcast that RNIB did. It's called See Differently. Ooh. Braille Music, See Differently.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, you're a wonder woman. That's and funny.
2: I would definitely check that out because I listened to like one episode just to kind of get a better understanding of it. It, it goes over like different aspects of learning braille music, including some about reading. So
1: oh yeah thank you yep i didn't even know about that
3: yeah that's a good one i'm gonna have to check that one out and that is a great command um that g with dots you know the g chord with dot seven that's that's a great command to use i use it all
1: the time because you can change things on the fly you yeah, know, you can you can see things the way you want to see them. It is phenomenal. You can,
3: you can. Yeah, thank you. You, you explained that much better than I would yeah. have. I, you know, I know that Bard, for example, has a lot of uh, you know music files that you can download and um, oh, music that
1: are, books. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, they do. I, I looked up ukulele, and there's books on playing the ukulele. Now, yeah, I can't yeah. read them because I don't know how to read you know braille tablature or whatever that is. But it's all there.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try to see how different because I'm I'm sure it's it's a little different reading with the display, but I I think that it would be a whole lot easier just to have all your music right there and
6: you know.
1: I would think so. I mean, running you know. applications list FS untitled Two of my uh,
6: Myrna has <laughs> her hand up. Okay, good, Myrna. I think I'm unmuted. Yes. 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 Good. So you know what the the re- answer is going to be, Ron? When it comes out, is edit.
1: I think so. I, I just don't know when that's going to happen. Either. Yeah, that's that's
6: it. But that will be right now. You can do it, but you gotta you gotta, you gotta play around. In. Yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. play around with the settings. Because I've I've actually taught someone. She wanted to. It, it wasn't Windows, but she she wanted to read bard books on the iPad in braille. Oh, and you yeah. play around with the settings but yeah you can you know the thing is don't translate that's the deal you don't want to try right. and you don't care if it's music or if it's literary braille because you just want to see it on the display you know mm-hmm. when you see a dot five ou sign it's really not it's it's g a quarter fourth octave is what it is in braille music so it's not going to matter but in L edit, um. You you know you're not going to want the speech because like you say it'll be cartoon whatever yep. I mean it'll be it'll be weird in music but um, you know but you won't play have to play with the settings it'll, yeah. it'll be a lot easier but for now yeah you're going to have to play with this it's doable though it's doable
1: it is indeed you know it, it's a bit of a challenge but it's very doable okay that's it yeah absolutely the other thing I wanted to kind of talk about here I'm not kind of talk about I wanted to talk about um, I'm having fat finger syndrome as I'm trying to get things ready here, um, is, is we, we touched on reading and I want to get into a little bit more on reading for fun. So I'm trying, there it goes, to make FS Reader work with me. So I'm going to turn speech on. Full speech. I hope that's not too fast for everybody. I hadn't really trimmed it. And I'm going to open up a cookbook.
5: Control Open dialog. File name. Edit combo. Alt plus N. At
1: least that's my plan
5: name header bar one five. folder view list view not selected mac OS X five slash ten slash twenty no, twenty one two oh one through me and folder view mind. list view BIS pc four one drive personal two fourteen. delay folder view list view not selected.
1: way down in the depths of my file system on my computer
5: cooking and food counseling six slash fourteen slash twenty nineteen three, three cooking and food three slash we want
1: cooking and food.
5: folder view list view not selected Day one the cookbook Ron miller daisy with images eleven twenty one okay, well,
1: just just to let you know I my wife is a great cook. I've let my cooking skills go, so I'm a terrible cook. I am the the washer upper, but I love reading cookbooks and finding recipes worth doing. And um, I keep saying someday I'm going to practice my skills and cook again. And my wife and little boy say, "When are you going to do this?" And I, I keep putting them off because I I'm. I'm embarrassed to cook in front of them. <laughs> um, my, my nine-year-old now uses the argument I use for him. You know, you just need to do it, and it's okay, and you're going to make mistakes. I, I had that lecture from my nine-year-old about a month ago when I told him why I didn't want to cook for the family. So let me...
5: Let's look at Fix It and Forget It.
1: It's a, it's a slow cooker book. Folder view, you know list Here we go. One of the neat things about... We just can't talk at the same time. One of the neat things about uh, using FS Reader and Daisy Books. I got this from from Bookshare, by the way. They got a ton of cookbooks. One of the neat things about using Daisy in a book like this is... Thank you. As opposed to... um, you know, using, using a BRF document, a Braille file, is that the formatting is so faithfully reproduced and you can actually go through this, um, through the book in DAISY format and step through the sections. And if it would ever open up on my computer, I would be happy to show you that. <laughs> I'm not sure what the delay is. Ah, there it is, finally. So I'm going to take speech back on here.
5: F6, preview, fix it and forget it, vegetarian. So, and
1: vegetarian When you open up a Daisy book, for, for anybody who doesn't know, your screen is broken up into, into two panes, uh, one above the other. And one has a tree view of the book, depending on how much formatting is included, and the other is the actual text. <clears throat> and you use F6 to navigate between these two panes. This is using FS Reader. Okay, and that's bundled free. It's there every time you install JAWS, and it tends to get forgotten on the desktop. But I find it really useful so this is my fix it and forget it book I'm going to just I've pressed F6 we're in the tree view I'm going to arrow down through these sections
5: One notice what I put it and forget it vegetarian cookbook is for you if. national bestsellers more than acknowledgements this copyright 10. copyright 2014 by Phil's table of contents. but let's get past fix it. And it. And how to put together appetizers Swiss cheese puffs. Feta bruschetta closed. Bruschetta with app. Feta bruschetta closed.
1: Feta bruschetta is neat because it rhymes but I'm not going to make that one let's arrow down a few
5: Sun dried tomato and olive bread closed. Sweet onion dip closed.
1: Sweet onion dip. Okay. That just sounds cool. Um if I had a dog, I might name it sweet onion dip, just because it, it just sounds so friendly. So sweet onion dip. I found it on the tree view. If I press F6, Sweet
5: Onion Depending Level 1.
1: I jump right to the recipe. It's in Braille. I'll read down in speech for you. Mary Fisher.
5: That's who wrote it. Land Liola Pop. Pa-
1: She's in Leola, Pennsylvania. This is a great book, by the way. All of the fix-it and forget-it books are very cool.
5: Makes one one half cups.
1: You know, I can mute speech. I've got can this mute. in front of me in Braille. Um, if you've ever listened to a cookbook, uh, a talking book cookbook, you guys might dig it. For me, it it just cascades by, recipe upon recipe, little, 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 little. And it, it, I find that hard to do. With it in Braille in front of me, I've got it in front of me. It says prep time, 10 minutes. Cooking time, 15 minutes. And there's all of my recipes tablespoon of butter medium onion sliced okay i won't go through the whole thing but let us pretend i want to i want to to copy this and send it in an email to my wife and say hey i sent you this sweet onion dip recipe let's make this you know for our party this saturday um and she says you know who's who's let's make and i'll say well you make it and i'll clean up because that's normally how it works in my household but what's nice is because I'm using Daisy, it lets me take advantage of the formatting. I'll give you speech back. Full speech. I'm going to press Shift H. Doing this on the uh, the keyboard of the uh, of the Focus Braille display. So I'm at the header, the heading rather. That's the beginning. I'm going to press uh, uh, Control Windows K.
5: Temporary place set. heading level one. Place mark.
1: And I'm going to press H again.
5: Go along. heading level two.
1: And go is what you might serve with this stuff.
5: Land. Star served with mild crackers to enjoy the flavors of the spread. Land. Image
1: graphic. There's my image. I'm moving into the next recipe. I'm gonna park my cursor there. Space. Press insert space followed by M. No frames. Yeah, fine. Do this again. Space. No frames. Oh, I didn't like my uh.
5: Land. Space. No frames.
1: This is the beauty of doing demos like this. <laughs> it's a, it's supposed to select between mark and and uh, uh and my cursor I'm the sweet onion dip. level one. my sweet onion dip go on. along level two we we'll, we'll just stop it go alongs and see if it'll do it
5: space. no frames
1: no frames okay i'm not going to restart jaws just so you know it'll select between mark and space and then i'll do copy and I drop it into my email. The point of the exercise is. Because I'm looking at this in Braille, I can read my recipe. I can I can make another file out of it. I could send it to an embosser. We were talking about this yesterday. You may not want to read your Braille display while you're cooking unless you are scrupulous in keeping your fingers clean as you read. But it's you can always emboss it or sit at your Perkins and copy it. And we even talked about using, remember, thermoform, thermoform sheets? Of using thermoform paper, if you can call it that, or plastic, that way, your recipe sheets can be wiped clean. It's kind of handy. But point of the exercise is when you're looking at a book like this, you can move easily through the sections. You can find what you're looking for. I really dig it. Um, it, makes it, it makes it very navigable and also just really accessible reading it in Braille. So that's, that's one of the things I do beyond just reading brain candy. How about you guys? you all fall asleep
0: no i was just fascinated listening to you <laughs> talk about it
2: I, yeah. I just had to find my
3: muse sorry me <laughs> too i was trying to, i was talking and i realized i was still muted So,
1: <laughs> and suddenly ron is all by himself yeah <laughs> let's take a raised
0: hand such
3: a great job <laughs> you, you did a good job you ron. Did great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: it was very good we might bring mm. you back for a 13-week option who knows there you go yeah <laughs> Any thoughts on any of that? <laughs> I like that.
3: Yeah, you were t- It's uh, funny, you were talking about using, you know, thermoform and I think, you know, we were talking about that the other day about thermoform. That was Rachel's
1: idea. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So Is it
2: really? I I do love thermoform. I, do I you know, oh, cuz we were talking about wipe, the recipes. Yeah, cuz you and can wipe it clean. You, yeah, you don't yeah. want your
1: fingers to, you know. And that's a great like, idea. Yeah. It doesn't
2: really matter how much you wash your hands if you are using paper like Braille, It's Yeah. You're gonna look back and be like,
0: "What was after that?" A couple times. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember <laughs> that, that being on the paper two months ago. Yeah. it, it adds to extra go.
2: dots sometimes. Yeah, dots.
1: So, really your salt.
3: Yeah, you start wiping the paper off to make sure you know what you're reading. Um, Too thermoform doesn't rub down as no. easily, right. so I mean, that's a great way to archive, um, you know, books, books and things like that.
1: Sorry. <laughs> that be quiet, yeah. It, it does, it wipes down nicely. You don't have to, yeah. I remember getting braille paper wet when you were in school, yes. especially if it was an assignment. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah,
3: that's one thing you want to be careful with a braille display, too. Is don't oh my goodness, use yeah. it with wet hands or dirty hands or, um, you know, things like that. So, don't get it wet,
1: yeah. That is way true. Um, yeah, braille displays and liquids don't mix, I think most no. of us know that, but also hand lotions. Um, a lot of us, you know all through the COVID years now, oh, um, yeah. we're, using, we're using hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, well, I get the kind that has moisturizer because the hand sanitizer just makes my hands so dry. That's true. But you don't want to moisturize your Braille display. You really don't. Um, because that stuff gets into the little holes where the pins come up and down and then mm-hmm. stuff gets in there. Even if you are a clean person, there's just particles in the air and stuff. And all of a sudden, you'll have a pin that, either doesn't want to come up or it comes up sluggishly or it sticks in the up position and when it gets back to our service center they'll open it up and they just find crud for for want of a better word debris and it's all kind of stuck in there in this tacky kind of substrate so that's never any good okay another thing that i do with, with Braille, and I, I won't go real far into, into talking about this, but I'm a, I'm a communications hobbyist. I've mentioned this before. And uh, right now, you can't really hear it. I was going to jack it in, but my audio source is not working. I've got a scanner receiver. They listen to police and fire and other emergency services stuff. But one of the things that, that all of us who are blind and are, are communications people, um, if you're listening to multi-channel radio, uh, it's sometimes difficult to know who's talking. Now, we're listening to multi-agency stuff and then multi-service. And uh, unless you catch the very beginning of a transmission, which I'm doing stuff and you know, I'm listening to the radio in the background. Um, you know, It used to be you'd kind of have to listen really hard. And if you missed who's talking, you just had to wait. Well, sighted people have the luxury of looking up their radio displays, whether it's a scanner receiver, ham radio a lot of times and other stuff. And there's text that actually comes up on the display and tells you um, what talk group you're listening to? Um, if it's if it's older technology, what channel you're listening to? And that's been closed to us. But there is now radio control software. For example, I have a scanner made by the Whistler Group, and um, I run their radio control software. And anytime there's traffic on the radio, if my scanner is like it is now connected to my computer, I'm actually seeing uh, on my screen using braille I'm, I'm, I'm lining up and down i've got a five line display six line display on the scanner and i can read all of those lines so when somebody talks i will know who they are because it immediately comes up on the display and i immediately see it on the braille display um, now you, you say you know you could use speech for that but that would be difficult you've got a conversation that's coming and going very quickly and, and trying to, to follow that audibly is, I've tried, it doesn't work well. Because by the time JAWS has read who's talking, uh, you know, you've, you've had three other people talk, or maybe three other agencies talk. Um, but I do, I do enjoy being able to watch that go by um, in Braille as, as the radio is kind of going. And I just put it in the background. Um, I, I let it run in the background. And if I hear traffic, I just, you know, using Windows, I flip to it really fast and read the line and then go back to whatever work I'm doing. So there's a lot of that kind of thing available. Um, you know, there's Yeah, a,
2: and I just wanted to say, like, Ron was like, oh, no one's going to, you know, everyone has uh, their own hobby.
1: Esoteric, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs>
2: right. but I think that the point is that anyone's interests can be kind of integrated, adaptive, mm-hmm. and brought to life in this way. And people yeah. often think when, you know, when they lose sight. And even... Um, If someone's lost sight later in life, sometimes, you know, I think what people miss is that it's not as cut and dry as everyone reading long books in Braille. In Mm -hmm. fact, that's often not how Braille is even used. And a lot of people use it to enhance their lives in ways that have nothing to do with like straight literary, you know, just reading a book
3: games you know we, we play a lot of games oh yeah games you know Apple on the phone games, on on the yes. internet we we did a wordle uh community event not too long ago here mm-hmm. and you know i just think that's a great way especially if you're just learning braille for anyone learning braille yeah. it's it's a lot more fun to learn something if you can
2: apply it to something you enjoy yeah oh, that's totally absolutely cool. And I used it to connect with my mother-in-law. So my mother-in-law loves this game called Sequence, Oh, which is like, um, I mean, it's a mat that you lay out on the table Mm -hmm. and on the mat, it has little pictures of playing cards. And I mean, basically you try to play your hand in such a way that you get, you match your cards in your hand to the cards on the little mat. And then once and, if, and you try to get five in a row. They're kind of all in wacky, wacky order. Mm-hmm. And you have little tokens and you put them on there. So I, I brailled this mat and I put like Velcro. So my, I could feel the tokens. Wow. They wouldn't move around. And now we have an excellent sequence mat that I can play on. So
1: that's neat. That's yeah, cool. That's hard copy braille in the most yeah. awesome way.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that's me cool. with like hours of love with the dymo labeler like <laughs> awesome and but hey it, it was worth
1: it hey it yeah. worked and, yeah it comes to mind because rather than listening to your phone say blank 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 to describe the spaces if you throw it up on your display you can feel it and kind of figure it out and watch the letters fill in
3: yeah because yeah. it's hard to follow all that blank 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 You know, it's an A blank, blank, S blank, blank. And you're thinking, wait, where are we here? Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. My little boy loves to watch Wheel of Fortune and sometimes we'll sit and he tries. He tries so hard to read me you know, with the line in, and he's like, hurry, yeah. come, hurry, come on, solve it. I'm like, I can't even remember it, buddy.
3: <laughs> yeah, my husband does that. We have a lot of pausing and replaying going on yeah. while he's explaining it to me. And I'm like, oh, let me catch
1: up. That's it. Oh, nine year old's not going to pause. I'm just no. smart no. enough to remember. <laughs> that's yeah, there's
3: so many different ways to use Braille for lots of different things. And, um, Yeah, whether it's refreshable Braille, hard copy Braille. But, you know, refreshable Braille gives you access to all kinds of magazines. I mean, just think of the sheer amount of online content that is now available to us in magazines, newspapers, just all kinds of articles. You can read about anything that interests you, and you can do it using Braille.
1: Look at Newsline. You know, I I believe it's Android and iOS, and their Braille support Mm -hmm. is great. Yep. Um, again, back to DAISY format, you, know, you can move through these articles by heading. You know, so you, can, you want to browse your local paper. I always skip the sports stuff. Uh, I'm afraid broadcast sports just puts me to sleep. But I, I read the other stuff, the technical stuff, the you know, weather and, and uh, you know, the, the latest tech stuff and news. And it's so cool to be able to set my rotor for headings on my I device. And step through using the, the, the nav rocker on my focus display and watch the titles go by. It's really handy. And it, it's, it, I don't have time right now because I'm in school, but when I've got time, I love sitting and reading, you know, some of the periodicals, um, both U.S. and, and uh, international.
3: Yeah, very interesting. So, lots of different ways to use Braille.
1: That's it. Anybody got questions?
3: Yeah. How do you guys Nobody
2: explain?
1: has their hand well, up. Uh oh. So we well, talked have, about a
2: lot of things, like everything from. Actually, reading- I lied.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you always lie. Say that right. Whenever you,
0: you lie, say, you say that, you the hand them. goes up.
1: <laughs>
2: okay.
7: Diane.
1: Diane.
7: Yes. Well, actually, I have a question that has absolutely nothing to do with what we've been talking about.
1: Ooh, non-sequitur. But, Go ahead. <laughs>
7: but, it, it, but it is something that is curious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on vacation for a couple of weeks, and when I came back and I started hitting my um, Jaws key plus F12, it's giving me the time in hours, minutes, and seconds and I'm wondering if this is just something I have never noticed before, if it's been around for a long time, or if it's something new.
0: It's new. Yep. And it's, then
7: it's my other question new. would be, I don't really care about hearing the seconds. Is there any way I
1: <laughs> can do turn undo it off? it? Okay. Yes. Go for it, Larry.
0: Well, I know, I'm trying to remember because I have, I've got, it, I know you go into setting center. Uh, and I'm trying, I have to actually do it. And I'm trying to remember how to actually do that because
1: mine hasn't done it. So,
0: uh, shoot, let me, I'll have to look at it and play with it and send you a note because I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty oh, simple, pretty- it's very simple.
1: Anybody? Yeah, else?
7: I- okay, I figured there probably would be a way because there is there a way is. to do everything, but, um, I, I, you know, I didn't know what it was, and I'm still kind of...
3: I don't think uh, it's on
0: by... It shouldn't be on by default. That surprised
3: it's me. It's not. If you go to Settings Center, and you press Control-Shift-D, as in Delta, for default... Right. Mm-hmm. And then type in the word time...
1: Yep, I just did. <laughs> Thank and you. Then, that's yeah. right. That's right.
3: <laughs> and then it says show time... Let's oh, see, wait.
1: There's all your status Time format. There you go. Yep.
3: Show hours and minutes. And then
1: mm-hmm. if you
7: space...
3: It's, you get show minutes and seconds.
7: Show uh, hours and minutes. Is it possibly? I wonder if it's a Zoom thing. Although I thought no, any,
0: um, nope, it's not Zoom. Oh, it's not Zoom. No.
7: Well, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's still saying this. Okay, well, yeah. I will, I will do that then. And I will turn those seconds off. <laughs> yeah, just
3: press insert six on the number row. And then if you want to make sure you're in default, you can press Control-Shift-D, Delta, You'll type the word that. time, mm-hmm. and then down arrow to the time format. And then just space to the one, the, what you want, and tab to OK, and it should work.
1: Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, be sure to fire us off a note. You can send to, uh, is it, uh, I, my brain just stopped, training at, at freedomscientific.com. Uh,
3: yeah, training at vispero.com.
1: Oops, sorry. I'm Actually, I'm not sure on. the
0: wonder,
3: other one might work. I wonder as well. if
0: training at Hender Joyce would work. No, <laughs> Does it doesn't
1: work because Ron at Blazey doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, training at Vespero.com. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's that's very good. Um, let's see, we I know we if there's more if there's more questions, let me know. I just wanted to touch on social media. You touched on games. Um, and and I will say first of all that did you already do the uh, the Facebook training that you, that came and went, right? That's, that's yes, right? that
3: is posted. It's the Facebook training using Quick Nav keys.
1: You want to check that out if you like to do Facebook on your PC. I gave up on Facebook on the PC a long time ago because it is so busy. But Quick Nav keys really do you know come to the rescue there. Um, I like doing it on my PC, but I because you have more control. But I, I gave up because there was so much going on. I'm going to revisit that now. Um, but that's another place I use Braille a lot. And it speaks to what you said earlier, Liz, about, about say, watching TV or doing something. I To sit and, and do Facebook to the exclusion of all else would just take up so much time because there's so much um, other things that show up, sponsored sure. links and this and that and the other thing. If I can interact with my family, we're watching a movie, something's going on, and I can do Facebook, you know, in the background, that's where it really is is worthwhile and that that happens with braille for me you know any of those facebook twitter name your thing so check out the webinar
3: (laughs) yeah go to freedomscientific.com forward slash webinars and that's our webinars on demand page and there you can either stream or download it in mp3 or mp4 format and we we cover a lot of tasks actually in that training we covered things like how to navigate your newsfeed um, how to let's see how to navigate your newsfeed how to read uh, you know your newsfeed how to read items there how to post comments how to work in groups how to reply to a comment so there are about 12 different tasks that we covered there all using the quick nav keys
1: that's awesome. I'm going to have to revisit that. I'll do it in May when the semester's over. That's neat.
0: Yeah. That's good stuff. I keep webinars, the webinars. I've got them going back to like 2007.
1: Oh, wow. And I just oh, wow. download wow. them when I
0: keep them all, yeah.
1: That's neat. Oh. You've got some that have disappeared on these. Yes, things, I, I know yeah. I have.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've got some rare collector's <laughs> items <there. laughs> I, I know, so, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm looking for one doing, using, uh, using Word to do APA format, and I couldn't find it anymore. It's been, it's been removed. And uh, I had to go get help from somewhere else. I actually went Uh. to Dr. Denise and uh, she saved me. (laughs) Um, The other thing we don't have time to dig into, but another place Braille really shines is if you're shopping online. Um, Oh, absolutely. In conjunction with quick nav keys and you can read details. And and, uh, the rare times I do shopping and I don't do a whole lot, um, but when I shop online, I love using my display to read through the details and, Absorb it all, and uh, you know, be able to internalize it really well. So, I don't know if you guys are doing a lot of online shopping and yeah. using Braille or not. But I, I do. I do. Yeah,
0: do
3: too much, actually. I, I'm easy. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
0: I'm still a little tim- intimidated, a little bit because I never know because they people who are sighted can see graphics and pictures, right? And I don't know what it's going to actually look like when I get it home. Yeah, you know, that's and the that's only true, part for but me. a lot of
3: people who can see it say the same thing that maybe sometimes the picture doesn't match the product. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I think that's happening more and more whether we can see it or not, but yeah, that is very true. It is very true.
1: Yeah. I always feel funny buying clothes that way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I want somebody yeah. to look for me just to visually look me to see. Too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. What does this look like? And, mm-hmm. and two, you know, another thing about shopping online is reading the opportunity to read the reviews. If, if you mm-hmm. like to read those reviews, To see what other people, you can learn a lot about it. Sometimes you can even learn a lot about what the product may look like by reading a review from comments people leave there.
1: Mm -hmm. And maybe why you don't want it, even though it sounds great. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's huge.
0: We have about three minutes, by the way. Yep. So we're good. Final questions.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Any more questions? There are not. No.
1: Well, I want to thank you, Rachel and Liz, for joining me, because this wouldn't have been nearly as good if it was just be me by myself, so I sure... Well, this
2: is a lot of fun, it. thanks. Yeah, it was really fun. I,
1: uh... And and Diane, too.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Lots of different ways to use Braille, oh, and...
1: Did I miss up oh, your name? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Diane it's is okay. our audience person. That's what I get for not looking at the... Uh, the presenters sorry let's go
3: ahead oh no that's fine no i was just you know thinking like lots of different ways to use braille and you know if you guys have any questions let us know send us an email to training at Vespero.com and uh great questions you know about yeah. how to access those brf files great great that's questions right. there and so. go to
1: the training page again slash training there is so much there i don't i don't stress that enough when i do these webinars um a ton of content not just um, our, our training um, webinars but there's other material that's been gathered there um, if you're a VI teacher there's stuff just for you there's, there's, it's all topical there's a whole YouTube channel and if you're totally blind like me don't be afraid go there anyway because it is so well described uh, you're going to learn anyway and it's all my nice small bite sized pieces of stuff
2: yep, and don't forget to reach out if you have questions thank you guys so much
1: Thank you, guys. Thanks,
5: everybody.
2: Yeah.